Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer. Thank you for tuning in today and I'm really, really happy you are here with me. And I'm not happy because you're having marriage problems or things aren't going as how you want them to be or if you're listening to this episode because your husband or wife has had an affair or you suspect they're having an affair then of course I wouldn't wish that on anyone but I'm happy you're here because you're taking action and taking action towards what you want taking action to create a happier home a happier relationship is really important today's topic is what to do if your husband or wife has had an affair You had your suspicions. You picked up on the subtle signs, perhaps. You've been observing their behaviour. And it's become clear to you, one way or the other, that your husband or wife has been cheating. Perhaps they've even admitted to you what they did. Or you found out by snooping on their phone, or through a tracking device, or following them somewhere. Right now, you may be inclined to toss your wedding band and call it a day. Or you may feel desperate to get back their attention and love, that you will almost do anything. It's natural to feel numb, confused, angry, desperate, lonely and lost. Some people even feel relieved because the game of searching for the truth is over. Before you act, take a moment and really listen to this audio because there are things that will help you whatever you decide to do if your husband or wife has been cheating on you. So these are some steps because a lot of times people will email me, at least probably once a day I get an email saying, I think my husband's having an affair or they are having an affair and I'm not sure what to do. So I'm gonna talk about today what to do if you know that your husband or wife has had an affair and then In the next episode, I'll talk about what to do if you suspect they are cheating, but you don't know. Because there's a difference. And there's a difference in what you can do. There's a difference in how you react. And so I'm going to be covering both of those. So what to do if your husband or wife has had an affair in this episode, and then suspecting in the next. So what do you do? The first thing to do is not to panic. At this moment, it will most likely feel like you are all over the place. This is going to be hard, no question. But at this point, be careful not to panic and to start telling everyone and anyone you know what your spouse has done. This includes your children, family members and friends. Instead, you need to take stock of the entire situation and figure out what it all means for you, for the relationship, for the future. Jan I work with was so furious that she messaged and sent evidence of her husband's cheating to all of his family, his parents, his brother, his sisters. And this caused a lot more damage to the marriage 
because her husband David took it as vindictive. When the whole family got involved, it was really, really difficult to help the couple to move forward. Of course, now, thankfully, because they did the work, they are in a very good place. We worked together. I worked with them individually, online. Then we had a couple of sessions together. And now they're the happiest they've ever been. But it did take work and they did do the steps. But the family thing was blowing it up quite often along the process. And if they hadn't have told the family, then perhaps it would have been a lot smoother. Then there's some people that jump straight into making divorce threats and hiring divorce lawyers. And these people sometimes will say to me that they regret it, that they jumped the gun and they didn't actually want to get divorced. Or they've paid all this money and they've started divorce proceedings and it's not what they want. So as hard as it is, take a pause. Don't panic. Definitely take actions to release anger, to release the hurt and the overwhelming thoughts rather than act on these thoughts, if that makes sense. So the actions that you take is to get rid of these overpowering, overwhelming emotions rather than actions to make a life-changing decision when your emotions are so high and low. There are and there have been countless situations where one of the partners has been caught cheating in a marriage. And the marriage was still not only saved, but made stronger because of this. This doesn't mean that an affair in a relationship automatically means a stronger relationship. But it also just means that you should not be taking any big rash decisions until you can understand things from a perspective where you've calmed down where your emotions are not clouding all of your judgment. Because this is not going to bring strength into the relationship. It's not going to help you to make any rushed decisions. And I say that I've helped countless couples now who have where there's been an affair, whether it's a cyber affair, a physical affair, sex addiction, and they've managed to get back that love, that passion, that trust, and that togetherness working together and for some people it happens very quickly and for other couples it can take a little bit longer. I have got another episode in my collection about how long does it take to heal from an affair so maybe check that one out if that applies to you. The next thing is to face your emotions and not to make the decision straight away so If you've just found out or caught your husband or wife cheating, you're going to need to face your emotions head on rather than bury your head in the sand. Sometimes people want to escape. They want to pretend that the affair's not happening. They want to numb themselves with alcohol, medications, drugs, food, and you're going to feel extremely hurt, betrayed, low and angry. But this is actually the time where you just need to focus on feeling good and it's a time where you can decide how invested am I in this relationship? Do I really want this relationship? Do I really want to take the steps towards recovery? Is this a man or woman that I want to be with and why? Because if we're going to repair a relationship after an affair we need to know why we're doing it. We need to have a good reason for wanting to move forward, for wanting to take those steps. 
Now sometimes, unfortunately, there are instances where people can not possibly face going forward and working on a solution together. But for those who can and want to move forward towards fixing things, it's extremely important when you've discovered that your husband or wife has been cheating is to make sure that your partner is apologising and is not in the victim mode. Sometimes when people have committed an affair, they go into the victim mode. They start to focus on themselves. They start to focus on, why have I done this? And this is not going to help the relationship. In fact, both people need to not be in the victim mode. Both people need to clear these feelings so that you don't go into that victim mode for too long because then it's very difficult. Because if both people are depressed, it's going to be a relationship filled with negativity. And it's very difficult to repair a relationship if there's lots of negativity going on. The fastest way to enhance a marriage is to have lots of positivity in it. Lots of happiness, good times, good memories, closeness, talking, connecting, showing love. Now, unfortunately, some husbands or wives don't really get a choice. The husband or wife cheating wants to leave and stay with the person they're having an affair with. And this is extremely painful. Watching your loved one leave after an affair. So it's important to process the painful emotions. Getting off your chest, letting go of the hurt and resentment is key after your husband or wife has been caught having an affair. Because resentment is going to harm you and it's going to harm your future relationships, unfortunately, because you'll be holding on to, I can't trust men, I can't trust women. Then when you go into a new relationship, the same thing comes up. And if you still want to fight for your marriage, if you still believe in your marriage, if your husband or wife has left recently and you want to win them back, there is still a chance. I mean, I, most of the work I do is with one person. I'm helping one person, whether it's a wife, whether it's a husband, to win back their love and attention, to ruin their affair. And I've been working with men and women doing this for a number of years. And there's certain steps that you can do to make sure that you are showing them your best version of yourself. You're not being needy, you're being attractive because you're into your own positive energy and vibe and because you're taking actions to bring them closer to you, slowly, without them seeing it as a huge neediness or pushing or controlling. There's definitely some things you can do. So if you're not ready to call it quits, then do get in touch. I offer a free consultation and I would be happy to give you the first few steps. And if you like what you hear, then hopefully we can work together to turn this around. Because it's horrible when we feel that we, we have no choice, when we feel that our happiness is dependent on someone else. And there are things that you can do to get yourself happy and get your life back on track as well, whatever you decide. The third thing is do not beg them to stay. And this is crucial because if you've taken the decision to work on your relationship, you need to make sure that you do not beg to stay. Because... Begging comes across as needy and neediness is unattractive and it doesn't work long term. You do, however, need to make it clear 
that you're wanting to work on the marriage so that your partner understands where you both stand. Sometimes when adultery has taken place, the first reaction of the one who has cheated is to think they need to leave. If you are looking to save the relationship, then say something like, I still want you and I want this relationship to work. This is different from begging the person to stay and it's better to communicate your feelings. I want you, I love you, I care about you, I believe we're good together, I still have feelings for you, I'm still attracted to you. This is all positive things to share. When people share things like, I'm not going to be able to survive without you, please don't do this, please don't leave me, please stay with me, and things like that, it's too much. So can you tell the difference between that energy? I hope that's clear. Now it's natural for you to be going through a whirlwind of emotions at this stage. So you need to keep track of where you are and how you feel. And after this has been communicated to your partner that you do want them and you do want the relationship and understood by them, then it's time to get to work on saving your relationship. It's time to look at their complaints about you over the years, look at the issues in the relationship, whether that's poor communication, lack of intimacy, disagreements over parenting, and look at how you can align those, how you can change those, how you can bring them about to have a closer, happier relationship. Either through your actions, yourselves, marriage courses and programs, or seeing a marriage specialist. And I have created several audio programs and sometimes couples, they don't even want to work with a third party. They want to work on their relationship themselves so going through my 25 audio set week by week and doing the modules, doing the exercises, sharing, laughing, learning more about each other, learning more about communication, learning more about what makes each other happy, what creates more love, is a positive step-by-step -step strategy to changing your relationship. So some couples do that, especially where I am, I'm in Dubai, and I see clients from all around the region, they fly in, and I also do the, obviously, the sessions online. And what I find is that a lot of the couples and individuals will say that they're scared to talk about an affair because it's a Middle East area and it's illegal to have an affair. So they have that added pressure. So they decide, okay, I'm just going to do a marriage course. I'm just going to learn how to repair my relationship, how to relearn the skills. And these skills are valuable for life. It's a real shame. We all want relationships. We all have relationships. They're the biggest part of our lives as well as our career. And yet school is all focused on career. Not once at school did we learn about what makes you happy in a relationship. Not once at school did we learn how to communicate in a loving relationship, compassionate communication. We didn't learn relationship skills. And yet, this is a fundamental, massive part of our lives. And I would love to take my marriage training programme and educate children and teenagers about relationships. What is love? How do you feel love? How do you make someone happy? All of those kinds of, of things. So the next one, as I digress there, apologise about that, 
Looking after yourself after your husband or wife is having an affair. This is really important, looking after yourself. You may find yourself having sleepless nights, trying to fit in all the pieces in the puzzle together. You may find your mind and head scrambling to know more of what happened in the affair and when the cheating began. You may find images of the affair and cheating keep popping up in your head. You may start asking yourself or them the same questions again and again and again. Like, how on earth could they do this to me? How on earth could you do this to me? What's wrong with me? What have I done to deserve this? Did they ever love me? Am I not attractive? Am I not good enough in bed or sexy? How could I be so stupid? How come I didn't see it coming? How come I couldn't see it earlier? How could this happen to me? These are all questions that you may ask yourself. And these questions are gonna hurt you even more. So it's really important to look at and analyze what questions am I asking myself? What am I saying to myself? Because these questions will make you feel so much worse. Because it's directing your unconscious mind, your thinking mind, to come up with an answer to those questions. So when you say, am I not attractive enough to yourself? Your mind will answer, no, you're not. Am I not good enough in bed? No, you're not. How could I be so stupid? Yeah, you are stupid. It, it will answer. So if we ask ourselves these kinds of hurtful, harmful questions, we're gonna feel so much worse. And I'm speaking from experience here. I used to think, what is wrong with me? Why don't they love me? Why am I so weird? And when I switched away from this kind of thinking into a different way of thinking, I felt so different and my whole life slowly but surely began to change. So it's switching the questions to things like, what can I do about this now? What do I need to learn from this or to learn from their affair to move forward? What can I use from this to benefit my future? What are the lessons here that I really need to learn? And if you find that your mind is not calming or that that anger, the hurt, the confusion is too much, a great thing to do is to have hypnotherapy, a hypnotherapy session. Hypnotherapy is a great tool to use to calm any overwhelming emotions and works best when you have created for you and recorded for you a track that you need specific on your situation. So when I work with people, I create a hypnotherapy track for them that is tailored to what they are feeling, what they're thinking and how to calm it down. So two days ago I had a lady come, her husband had had an affair, she felt guilty and she felt abandoned. And these feelings of guilt and abandonment were so strong that she was just so anxious and so angry and so hurt. So we did a whole calming these emotions, telling her mind that she can feel the emotions and let them go. And that she felt calmer and more confident about the future every day. Feeling calm and confident every day. 
Another man I worked with, his wife had an affair and he couldn't sleep. And his mind just wanted to keep racing, keep checking things, wanting to know more information. And so we just did a calming, sleeping one, helping him to sleep more deeply to calm this. Because if you're not sleeping, and if you've got a lot of anxiety, or if you're feeling depressed, then it's going to be really difficult to, one, decide what to do. And if you do know that you want to save the relationship, it's going to be hard when you're running on empty, when you're not really feeling well enough to cope. So looking after yourself, good night's sleep, good nutrition, getting some hypnotherapy if you need to, talking to someone if you need to, can be really beneficial. The next thing to consider is couples therapy to help you decide what you want to do or if you know what you want to do and you want to save the relationship to rebuild trust and connection in your relationship. I've been doing couples therapy for a long time now to help individuals heal after an affair, to help the person who's cheated to know exactly what to say and what to do to support their partner that they've cheated on when there's been infidelity in a marriage. And there's definitely going to be some repairs that need to be done for couples. It goes beyond the initial emotional and angry phase. Because this is just a reaction to the affair. But after their reaction, there's going to be long-term things that needs to happen. It's going to be looking at how did you get there? And what actions can you take to make things better? It's going to be looking at new ways of interacting new ways of communicating, new ways to rebuild the connection. And both of you will need to look at what do you need in the relationship to be happy? What needs to change? What's going to bring you closer together? In my marriage programs, the audio courses, the one-to-one programs, I go through the 17 most important needs in a relationship. And I ask people to pick what are your top six? Because you need to be making each other happy. Otherwise, affairs can happen. Now, some marriage counselling will take you into the depth of the question, why? They may want to know why the affair has happened. They may want to spend weeks and weeks looking at why. And sometimes the person who had the affair does not even know why. So this could be a real difficult, unproductive time. Another thing that sometimes traditional marriage counselling will do is they'll go into your childhood. They'll have the couple together and say, let's go over your childhoods. Now, whilst this might be good, if you've got plenty of money and plenty of time, that's brilliant. It's lovely to know all of the ins and outs of your partner's childhood. Is that going to help your marriage after an affair? To heal, to rebuild trust? Maybe, more than often, it doesn't. And it's also going to take a long time, whereas you need to act critically. You need to get in touch with each other straight away and start working on things. You need to get help for yourself if you're not sure which way to go so that it doesn't cause more damage to the relationship because sitting on the fence, evaluating your partner, both evaluating each other is not going to help because love is an action, not a feeling. So you need to act to feel love. Also is really key is that the person who has cheated, they take responsibility for their actions. And if they're not willing to take responsibility for their actions, then this can sometimes cause a lot of clashes. 
It's no one's fault that someone cheated. Even if circumstances in the relationship were not good, it was still a choice. And what I say to a lot of people who have discovered that their husband or wife has been cheated and was cheating on them is that it's very often never about you. It's about them. Someone they were attracted to. The thrill, the chase, the excitement. Something that they were unhappy about in the relationship but they didn't come and communicate that to you. Unfortunately, a lot of people think that there's something wrong with them. And often it's not about them. It's about something else outside of them. So it's important to both look at what am I doing in the relationship and I don't believe in going back to the old relationship. You need to create a new relationship. How are you going to relate moving forward? How are you going to change your communication moving forward? How are you going to structure your day, your week, your months, your years so they have more love, more passion, more excitement? How are you going to create that togetherness that's really going to shape you and bring you together? Because this is key. It's key to be moving forward. Asking each other, what do you need to be happy? As I mentioned, I go through the 17 most important relationship needs. So just do that. Ask each other, what do you need to be happy in a relationship? What makes you smile? What makes you feel loved? What makes you feel good? These are the, right, the real key things to focus on. And whatever you do, if you're going to hire a marriage counsellor in your local area, then what you need to look for is this. And make sure when you book a counsellor that you look for these things. One, that they believe a marriage can be saved after an affair. Because, would you believe it, some marriage counsellors don't even believe that it can be saved after an affair. After an affair, they think, you know, you should just call it a day. Two, that they won't tell you what to do and whether your marriage can be saved. I've had couples come to me, individuals come to me for individual counselling or couple counselling, and they've said to me, Nicola, the marriage counsellor told us that we should just work on an exit strategy. And this just doesn't work. So be really careful not to play judge and jury with your marriage counsellor. Don't go with, to them asking them to decide who is right and who is wrong in the relationship. Don't go to a marriage counsellor to say, this is my case, this is her case, what do you think? All that matters is what you think and what you feel. And if you're willing to wait, take the steps, if you're willing to clear your own resentment, clear your own negativity, focus on actions that are going to bring you closer, learn a new way of communicating, then the relationship can be completely transformed. It's those three key things. Clearing negativity and resentment, communication and loving actions. It really is that simple. Focus on those and your relationship can be completely transformed. And lastly, when you're looking at a marriage specialist, make sure that they have a plan to move you forward. Sometimes they'll say, well, let's just see how it goes. You'll come, you'll talk. And there's no real objective, there's no strategy, there's no plan in place. And people can just feel like, well, they're going and they're talking. Sometimes they're feeling worse because they're just bringing up the past. And they don't really know where they are going. So it's always important that whoever you choose, there's an outline of where you're going, where you're heading, some kind of direction. Now, if you're unsure whether to stay or leave your relationship, 
that's completely natural. So having support from a therapist can be really beneficial, can be really helpful to talk it through, to analyse the relationship. When men and women come to me and they say, I'm not sure if I want to be with my husband or wife anymore, I'm not sure whether our relationship can survive it, then we look at, okay, what's happened in the relationship? Is what happened things that can be changed? Are they fundamental differences? Are they difficult challenges? For example, if someone has an alcohol addiction, that's going to be difficult to change unless they want to change. Then there are other things in the relationship which can be big or which can be small. Someone putting on weight or losing weight is easier to change than how someone believes their children should be raised. So there are different differences, of course. And so it's important to look at, are there fundamental issues that are beyond my control? Or are there things that we can work on to transform the relationship? And then looking at, what do you need to be happy? Can your partner give you what you need to be happy or not? And then along with those 17 needs, I cover 10 things that destroy love. Because even if you're having loads of loving action, you're having your date nights, you're having better communication, you're enjoying each other's company, but at the same stance and the same time, lots of things that are happening that are destroying the love, then that's going to take it away. So I'll be talking about things that destroy love coming up. So do subscribe to the show to make sure that you don't miss any episodes. I hope this was useful to you. And if you would like more relationship tips, more relationship quotes, things to motivate you, things to help you as you go through the week and you don't want to wait each week for the podcast, then do join me in my Instagram, which is nicolabeer one And do join me in my Facebook group. Just look for relationship quotes and advice and my name, Nicola Beer, and I will come up and you can join the Facebook group. There you can ask me questions. There you can read inspirational stories from other people. And there you can just have daily dose of some love, some support to help you go through this. Because nothing is more difficult than living with someone that you're struggling to get along with or living with someone that's caused you a lot of pain, or living in an empty house after someone has left. So I want you to get out of that and to have the best loving, happy environment in your home, in your life, that we can create. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening, and do join me in the next episode where we're going to be talking about what to do and what not to do if you suspect your husband or wife is having an affair. Have a great week ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead. <laughs>